What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kund, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. We talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Brandon Basquito and Frank Albanesi, who are the co-founders of CoVerified. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Hey, Matt. Thanks for having us on. Great to see you. Thank you, Matt. Yeah. Really appreciate yeah. being here. No, for sure. I am. Uh, I am excited to have you both on. Um, and learn more about what you're working on. You know, for people that haven't heard of CoVerified, what are you working on? You know, what, what's CoVerified? Sure. Um, well, CoVerified uh, really is trying to solve the problem of, of all the kind of Excel spreadsheets that result from data around COVID. Um, and uh, so we want to be sort of a one-stop shop, a software platform with an app, with an administrative dashboard for organizations to manage, whether it's test data, symptom data, contact tracing, all that kind of good stuff. So kind of walk me through a little bit about, um, I guess, how it works. If someone, you know, I guess if someone was to use it, um, you know, what, what does the product look like and feel like is, you know, is it like, is it kind of like a spreadsheet? Is it like analysis tools? Um, kind of walk me through the user experience if someone checked it out. Sure. Um, well, there, I'd say there's two like primary user journeys. One is the kind of end user, which is either a student or an employee um, and they may find out that their employer or their university or college uh, has some requirements for them, you know, to come back to work or school campus safely. You know, that requirement may be got to do a symptom report every day, got to do a test every week, something like that. Um, and so they download our CoVerified app and they find out what their requirements are. And as long as they're in compliance, then they get a nice green clear badge. Um, and if they're not, then they can go ahead and schedule a test right through the app. Um, they can fill out their symptom reports, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so that's that's kind of the primary end user journey. But then there's also the administrative dashboard, which is kind of like a, a BI tool where um, folks can really manage their campus, see what their um, you know population positivity rate is, see what their compliance rate is with symptom reports, testing, and then they can uh, export reports out of that system if they've got to comply with municipalities or what have you. So kind of, um, can, can one of you kind of walk me through, you know, why did you decide to start this? What, what's the origin story here of, of when you first got started? Yeah, I, um, Brandon, feel free to supplement, please, because I know there's, it's a long story. It's longer than 20 minutes, I'd say. Um, but we met at Henry Ford Health System in the metropolitan Detroit area. Um, Brandon was an EMI resident. And I was a software engineer there. And we were tasked with redoing the intra department site in emergency medicine. At the time, it was a very kind of uh, raw 
rough CMS system, similar to WordPress, but it was kind of home built and it was uh, pretty rough. Uh, so we decided to revamp the entire thing and build it from scratch, um, bring in like our own lamp stack essentially. And through geeking out about, you know, very technical things around website design and, you know, redoing that department site, we started meeting for coffee in Detroit and uh, started brainstorming a variety of projects, including a smart lunchbox that told you the temperature of the food inside of it, um, alerted you when you forgot your lunchbox when you left your house, <laughs> all the way up to uh, smart lockers where we, we picked up a, you know, a metal bin from, I think it was Ikea, right, Brandon? Yeah. <laughs> we just duct taped a Raspberry Pi to the back of it um, to tell you when delivery drivers, you know, uh, brought your food into like the lobby of say an apartment building. Um, so we've clevered in a ton of little ideas and this was just one of those where Brandon pinged me out of the blue. I think it was around March or April when the stay at home orders started happening. Like, how do you feel about this? And he put a mock website up on Squarespace <laughs> and uh, it just started from there. Just got the ball rolling. Did you supplement in any way, Brandon? Yeah, no, I think that's a great intro, and uh, the, the the amount of projects and the harebrained nature of stuff that Frank and I have worked on over the years knows no bounds. We we did one that was like a, it was like a filter for um, for like Amazon Alexas and Google Homes to like try to uh, make people feel like they had their privacy back. And along with our friend Trey, uh, we have like attacked these things nonstop, and, and this one really worked out. I, I, the only piece I would add to the origin story of this particular project is that um, Zoya, one of our other um, original team members here, um, and I were working doing some pro bono work with the MIT COVID Policy Alliance in Boston, trying to get nursing home residents tested. Um, and that was where we first kind of realized, wow, this is a huge data problem. Um, and so, you know, more complex populations than a, a small nursing home are gonna, have, are gonna have even bigger issues. And so that's when we started furiously building. So it's quite poetic because now we're, we're launching an initiation with uh, pro EMS in Massachusetts. So we're, we have the opportunity to serve around 300 or so nursing homes uh, in the coming weeks. And we're, you know, we really appreciate, we're grateful for the opportunity. Yeah, that's awesome. Congratulations on that. You know, it makes me want to ask, you know, what, what do you spend your days on as, as you were working on this? Like, you obviously probably did some BD, you know, business, business development to get that right. Um, you're probably coding. Um, you know, getting the word out about it. You know, what does an average day look like as, as you both are working on the on this company? Uh, well, I'd say, like from the business side, which is which is mostly kind of my purview. Um, we're doing everything from you know uh, doing demos and sales calls and new partnership discussions to outlining um, you know the early stages of our next products, doing some of the design work, um, even reaching back into the kind of engineering side and doing a little bit of QA stuff. Um, you know, we're, we're really fortunate to have an incredible team, both on the business side and the engineering side. Um, you know, our, our, our engineering team is, is top notch and they can work autonomously on a lot of stuff, which allows us to, to stay nimble as a startup. Um, and so, you know, our, the days are, are packed with a myriad, you know, very different tasks, but, um, you know, it's, it's always, it's always a curveball every single day in one way, in shape or form. And so we just try to stay on our toes and uh, every once in a while get a few hours of sleep. <laughs> that sleep, sleep, you know, it keeps you going. It keeps you going. 
Um, as you started working on this, what are, um, what's, you know, one thing that you've maybe learned about the market or just about business building or anything kind of either of you can take that. I'm, I'm sure we have maybe, you know, a hundred responses there. Brandon, would you like to highlight one of them? Uh, I think the thing that I've learned the most through this process and, and like, you know, as a wannabe entrepreneur for a long time. This is like the first one, at least for me personally, that's taken off in a big way. Um, the thing I learned, I think most of, about this process is, is that it's way more about people than it is about product. And, um, you know, the biggest challenges that we've had as a company are, are trying to um, make sure that we stay a well-oiled machine kind of interpersonally, um, making sure that people feel challenged in their roles and satisfied in their roles and getting the right people in the right places in the company. Um, and, you know, the easier parts of this may speak to how good of a, a developer team we have, the easier parts have been figuring out the tech. Um, and so, you know, that, that kind of organizational management and, and, and interpersonal management is really something that uh, I've definitely learned a lot about, but still have, you know, a lot to learn. And if you were to like kind of look out, you know, five years, 10 years, 15 years, you know, you know, you know, this grew into a really big, big thing. What, what does it even, what could it look like? Um, you know, what's your vision for this and what direction are you rowing in as you, as you sort of spend time working on it every day? Sure. I mean, I think that's the big question that everybody asks is, well, what happens after COVID? And God willing, there is an after COVID uh, somewhere on the horizon. Uh, we've thought about this a lot and, and um, you know, I guess I'd say a couple of answers. One, uh, vaccine management as, as sort of a, a broader space when you're thinking about like, you know, hepatitis, meningitis, influenza, all this stuff, it's really in, in the organizational disarray. And we think we're positioned really well to kind of take that on um, and, and help to, to organize it around the user as opposed to how it currently is organized, which is around like the organization. Like you go to college, they get all your records, they check a box, then you're going to be on campus. But after people leave college, that, that kind of organizational work is lost. And so we think it ought to be centered around the user. And so you know, I think more than anything, that's that's really our, our, our primary focus about sort of pivoting into that broader immunization and vaccination management space. And there's a kind of a lot of offshoots, you know, around international travel and things that can result from having a verifi verifiable data set in that, in that arena. And then, you know, while you're making this happen, you know, you'll need some help, right? You know, you need customers, maybe investors, if you want, um, you know, you know, you know, different people to write about you, you know, so my question for you is how can the forward thinking founders community help? Is there anything that we can do, the listeners can do to help you, you make this happen even faster? Um, yeah, I, I think we're, we're always accepting advice and wisdom from other founders who have, you know, also been in the trenches, who have um, survived this early growth phase um, with their respective startups. So we'd love to connect with them somehow. I'm not sure if you have a, you know, Slack channel or some sort of community online where we can all chat together and learn from each other, but uh, that'd be great to, to meet some of the other founders to have come on the show and, you know, share advice. We'd also add that, uh, you know, fortunately we're, we're hiring. And so uh, that, that's, <laughs> that, that's right. <laughs> the community uh, could possibly help and, and make it a mutually beneficial thing. We're, we're always looking for new talent. So uh, we'd love to head down that path too. Yeah, hundred percent. And then, you know, if someone's interested in, in learning more about this, they, they, they want to find you online. Where can they find you? Do you have a website, social links, an email? How can people kind of get in touch? Yeah, all of the above. Um, our website is coverified.us. 
um, there's a contact form on the site, um, or you can always feel free to, uh, to just email us at um, contact at coverified.us and uh, we'll get back to you right away. We'd love to, love to get in touch. Yep, we have a wonderful social media team uh, curating our LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram presences. So please feel free to follow us in there as well. Cool. Well, thanks for coming on to the show. I really appreciate it. That was great to meet you, man. Thanks so much for having us.